Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff form going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget. Stafford back on first down, throws a deep one down the right sideline for Odell Beckham Jr. Intercepted by Ambry Thomas. Ambry Thomas takes it away. The Rams only have one timeout remaining. The 49ers are going to win the game in LA and they have won the game. They are going to Dallas. Welcome, everybody. This is the 49er Faithful UK show. I'm Gareth Ellis. This is Lee Gowland. Hello. This is Paul Hope. Hello. This is Najee Corral. Hello. And this is the start of the NFL playoffs. Way. Feels great, <laughs> Jamie. Feels um, great. Com- you yeah. completely threw us with the introduction there. <laughs> Feels great, baby. So, Niners headed to SoFi Stadium Sunday, needing a win, and came away with a 27-24 overtime win over the now NFC West champions, the LA Rams. It's our second helping of Roseland this season, and it might not yet be the last. This was our first ever week 17 or, or 17th game of the season, and our extra game was against the Bengals. So without that win, we might not have made the playoffs. So thank you to the uh, 17th game there. Uh, cracking game it was, real team performance, and I certainly feel a bit of a statement win. Uh, Lee, you love a Rams loss. What did you make of the game as an overall season finale? Well, for the neutral fan, that was one hell of a game to be watching. It was absolutely fantastic. It had everything. Um, I mean, two two completely different halves for a start. The the first half, I, I think me, like every 49er fan, was sick of the life and thought, Jesus Christ, I didn't think we can be this bad. Yeah. But then the flip that in the second half, wow, absolutely amazing. And we saw some performances we never expected to see. So overall, I, I would have aged at least ten years last night. <laughs> um, some of the uh, some of the pains in my chest. I honestly thought I was having a heart attack at uh, one point. Um, to get all the way through into overtime, win the game, I had to stay up for another two hours afterwards. I, I just couldn't go to bed after the game. I, I was just absolutely buzzing and I don't normally do what I did last night and I absolutely screamed the house down <laughs> with everybody else in bed and I'm normally quite reserved but obviously it's the Rams it was the situation what it meant and oh, it was just unbelievable honestly I'm, 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 I wouldn't be surprised I live in a detached house but I wouldn't be surprised if neighbours either side heard me screaming <laughs> last night on that Ambry Thomas interception I, oh, yeah. I kid you not. I just went absolutely mental. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. What a night. What a game. Um, I think this one is, this one's going to stick for a while. Um, it's, it's up there with like the divisional round against the Saints, the Saints games in 2019, the, you know, the Seahawks game in 2019. It's, you know, it's up there. It, wow. The, I mean, we've, you know, we call it week in, week out on this show, don't we? It's the roller coaster, but this is going from, you know, the little <laughs> fair park around the corner roller coaster to big theme park in Orlando roller coaster. Wow. It was it was good. It just oh my God. Um still yeah, I I was caught I was I managed to get kinda quiet. Um 
But yeah, my uh, my two pets were very confused at what's happening when I was running around the living room um, when Ambry Thomas picked up. Uh, what a game, what a game. Uh, this, this is what we love the NFL. I don't think there's any sport in the world that can bring you this much emotion in this short amount of time. It's, yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait for us to go to the playoff and and talk about that and make a push and watch more Niners football because it's good when it's like that, isn't it? How about you, Paul? Did you keep quiet at home? Was there? No chance. Well, <laughs> the first 29 minutes and 22 seconds, like Lee said, were about as bad as it could have got for the 49ers. I was getting text messages from non-49er fans when we were getting blown out. The game day thread, I was worried, was possibly going to take a turn for the worse. And like Nadji said, the NFL, everyone who asks me, why do you stay up till 1, 2, 3 in the morning? Yeah, you show right. my game like last night. And when we the tide started to turn and I was celebrating sacks and I was celebrating clutch performances and I think Tracy was just laughing at me. She seemed every emotion, like you said, Nadji, the roller coaster. We've oh, coined it on this show, Gareth. And I just felt quite reserved at half time. I felt like we can come back in this. It's just the Rams. And I mean, that last 30 minutes, 38 seconds of regulation and overtime. I mean, to share with you, Mr. Peplow rang me with about five minutes of the game ago. And he was <laughs> like, mate, I need someone to talk to. What is going on? <laughs> and we just stayed on the phone. And Tracy popped red through the door and she was like, is everything all right? A midnight phone call's no good. Is everything okay? I was like, it's just 49ers, babe. We're, seriously, we just need to like finish this game and we're in the playoffs. So, no, I wasn't quiet, Gareth. I was exactly the same as Lee and Nadji. What about yourself? I, I, was, I was reasonably reserved. There was, uh, there was um, certainly uh, a bit of shouting at the telly bit of chanting of defense towards it towards the end there but yeah i uh, i thought it was a it was a cracking game we, we have been been lucky it, it reminded me particularly the ending of that the game against the seahawks in 2019 where again yeah. the playoff seeding came down to the last play of the last right. game um yeah. and and so so it did again so while that that team performance and the game impressed there were superb contributions from across the team and a whole load of individual performances stood out. I looked at making a list earlier of players to discuss until I realised it was basically the game day roster. Um, <laughs> and we could pretty much talk about anybody. So we, I, I gave the boys a bit of a, a hard task to whittle it down to three players on each side of the ball that we're going to talk about. Um, so we're going to start on the defence with a big Eric Armstead. Uh, Nadji, kick us off, mate. Yeah, I mean, if we don't talk about somebody, you know... Uh, let us know in a comment who you who you for you know where you're free and and maybe like don't don't get mad if we don't talk about one of your guys. It's just it's very hard this game and I think everybody played out of their mind. But yeah, I think Eric Armstead just led the charge. I think that's what kind of got us back into the game is the fact that our front four and him in particular just started dominating and did not give any breathing room to Matthew Stafford and pushed him to do mistakes and how to kind of launch in off platforms and and that's where you get a couple of picks out of him but he's been ramping up and you know i think because of his contract and because of the the deforest buckner trade which every time you mention his name kind of hurts he has been kind of underwhelming a little bit and we always wanted him to get you know a two sack kind of 
um, game, pretty much every game out of him because because of what happened in the circumstance. But I, he played really well last week, and I, I thought he was the pinpoint yesterday uh, of our front four, which was all excellent again. You know, everybody played really well. Um, but he seems to have, like, kind of a leadership role. He's, t- he's taking on double team and beating people, and, he's you know, he's getting sacks, which is exactly what we've been asking out of him for for quite some time since since defo left basically um and it's nice to see and i think i mean it i think it it's helped by both getting double team and getting more attention mm. um but if teams if that's what teams want to do then i mean good luck um who do you who do you do, you can't double team everybody so um yeah i'm super happy that i'm studying and is getting you know finally the the stat lines that he deserves because he's always been a grinder, a bit kind of a shadow worker, and what a performance! So what was it? Was it two sacks he had yesterday? Two big two and ones a half. as well. Two and a half. Wow. So to, like critical, you know, third down, and yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, I know you had him, Lee. Um, I know you don't like Oregon Ducks, but you gotta admit he's he's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that was the best game he's ever played in a Niners uniform. Yeah. I, I thought he was absolutely excellent. I thought he took advantage of all the double teams on Nick Bosa. Um, I, I think that definitely allowed him to get a lot more pressure on to Stafford. But having said that, I mean, we were getting pressure along the line. So yeah. it wasn't just Armstead, but Armstead took his chances last night. And it's yeah. the kind of performance that everybody... Stat-wise, it was the kind of performance that everybody's kind of been expecting of him. Yeah. Because people tend not to put too much value on the other stuff he does and they always look at stat lines the so hopefully yeah, yeah. yeah so hopefully that that will have um pleased a lot of people who thought it was a waste of time keeping Armstead and getting rid of Buckner without looking at the overall picture of why we did that but yeah I mean I was over the moon for Armstead last night I thought you had an excellent game um and you can just see the enjoyment in his face as well and yeah. that, that's good to see because it brings back memories of the 2019 Super Bowl run. All, all the defence were just absolutely loving playing for the defensive coordinator. And I think Demeco Ryans has got that team spirit back again this season. Um, and we do look like a team that are playing for each other. I think that's the biggest thing that came out of last night. We yeah. didn't quit. We didn't roll over. We actually knuckled down uh, and we got Together, back into the yeah. game. A yeah. game that... A lesser team would have lost, that that have caved, and we didn't do that. Um, and I, I believe the leadership from the likes of Armstead had a lot to do with that. It was, just, it was just absolutely fantastic. And he's, he's our Walter Payton man of the year for our team. Yeah. So he's, he's also a good guy for the community and, and the franchise as a whole. So like it's, it's just good to see him having on-field you know, success as well as everywhere else. So, yeah. In the thing or Paul? So well, he played he played bully ball all game, didn't he? I think all I was yeah. going to add, Gareth, was the Rams are good along along the offensive line. We saw on Sunday that, like Lee said, we, our team wanted it more. Armstead was getting, I think I saw, Stafford yeah, drop back. That swim move was... <sighs> I mean, I loved it when he was doing that celebration when he's, he's rubbing his belly in a suit oh, and dropped the gif on the game day, yeah. Fred. And yeah. Like you said, Gareth, Stafford dropped back 37 times last night. And we reached him 76% of those dropbacks. That's insane. The pressure was just there. And like Lee said, for me, Armstead, he led the team. Seven pressures. Jones, Bosa, Key, they all had another four apiece. And it was just absolutely brilliant to see. So that's all I was going to add, Gareth. (laughs) 
That's good. Uh, next next guy up on the defensive side, uh, back from injury, Eman Mosley. Uh, Paul, why don't you start us off? Oh, with Mosley, uh, we said before the game on the preview show, we said that he was going to be a key piece, and boy, he was, because uh, I know we were talking off air about trying to remain positive, and I'm going to use a bit of a negative to get my positive. I mean, Jimmy Ward, I know Nadji just shudders at that thought, but. Um, <laughs> get him out. But, Save $9 million. But we, <laughs> you know, the turnaround, welcome back. I mean, Mosley, I'm probably not the most qualified on this show to talk about a defensive player, but um, anything that Lear. Nadji wants to jump in at this point would be much appreciated. Yeah, I'm jumping to help you out there, Paul. So for the first couple of drives, he looked a little bit rusty, which you can imagine because he spent so much time out on the uh, on the injury list. But yeah. then he grew into the game, and I, I thought he had an absolutely excellent game. It's good to see him back, and the fact that we started uh, Mosley opposite Thomas, um, and our favourite player was on the bench. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely please me. Special teams, yeah, he was brilliant. Special teams. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, mostly coming back. It's it's a huge boost now that we are actually in the playoffs, and we we've got one or two other pieces coming back as well, which is is just going to make us so much better. The likes of Aziz Alshia, mm. um, once he comes back, and we've got Warner, we've we've got Dre Greenlaw, um, Flanagan Falls is actually playing through a good level, and Marcel yeah. Harris. Um, hopefully Marcel Harris. Will be back as well, and that gives us quite a quite a good depth now at linebacker, and it's a, a position group which I've said all season. I, I, I thought we were quite weak, but as the season gone on, the the periphery players have all getting better as the season's gone on, and that has effectively strengthened us internally from the start of the season. So it's really good to see those players back. Thomas is coming on leaps and bounds. Opposite Emmanuel Mosley is fantastic. Ward can play well when he needs to play well. But <laughs> last night, yeah, I can see what Nadji was talking about. Some of the players. And uh, I just thought, oh, Jesus, where were we at? What were you doing? Yeah. Tart is just your consistent type yeah, player. Yeah, Tart is just solid. Yeah. He, he, I don't think you'd ever call him an elite safety but no. you know what you get with Tart. Yeah, but he's just yeah. solid, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But yeah. Uh, back to you, man. I, sorry, go for, go for it, Paul, before I All I was going to say, Nadji, the only thing that's quite funny for people listening, Gareth, is when you <laughs> talk about the interception in last night's game, I'm guilty of everyone thinking about the Thomas interception, which we'll get upon, Nadji. But we forget, Mosley got the first one last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, what I was going to talk catalyst, about. You know, that was the first moment I remember jumping out of my chair and thinking, Yes, we've got this. It, yeah, it's yeah. come back. It's coming. So I just wanted to throw that in there before you. No, no, that's, that's exactly right. That's that's exactly what I was going to talk about. You know, I always talk about momentum, changing game plays, and you know, um, how momentum is so crucial. And I think that pick, which was not easy to do, it's like a back shoulder throw. He, he catches it. He's got Jacquees start trying to go for the ball as well. That could have gone wrong and be easily incomplete. The fellow can do that after not playing for so long and being out. And, and and yeah, he was a bit iffy at first. And but I thought he had an excellent game, as we know he can. And you know, with Eman, and we know he has. He's a bit like Jimmy G. He's a bit like sometimes it'll just disappear and it'll be terrible for stretches of games if not four games sometime and and yesterday it, it just wasn't it, yeah it was a bit rusty 
but then he got in and he just yeah he was he was just excellent and as I said managed to get that pick which you know got us right back into the game to for the game not to go away from 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 us because that could have been a lot different if he doesn't get that and catches it and whatever so yeah I just yeah it's it's good to see uh, you know when we lost JV I think that's when our season kind of took a turn and then we lost Iman and it's just like wow well now we're clinching a straw they are cornerback in a you know happy passing league so um the fact that he's back and we know the level he can play, that's that's just going to make our playoff hopes even higher than they could have been without him. But I, I wanted also like command Demeco Ryan's whilst we talk defense because the fact that it, you know you mentioned the the cursed name that we shall not mention <laughs> was on the bench and then you know it's a gutsy call to put the guy that hasn't played for a while opposite a rookie in his you know fourth starting game against against the Rams, which are supposed to be this explosive offense and covering OBJ and Cooper Cup and all these guys. So kudos to Demeco Ryan. His defense is playing better and better and better. And as Bosa says, I think another season like that, and uh, we might have to look for another one, unfortunately. Mm. <laughs> uh, but, you yeah, know, it's just good to see him and back to play any level. We're going to need him. There's, uh, there's people throwing the ball really well, not too far down the future, so... It's good to see. Absolutely. I've got to say, it hasn't gone unnoticed that um, Gareth had said, let's pick three defensive players and we've gone through the full roster. How are you? Everyone yeah, knows was, it's always going to happen. It was, it was always going to happen and trying to, trying to bring some it. order to the chaos. Well, I'll tell yeah. you what, be, 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 while we're offering a tangent, I'd just be interested to know what you think the biggest momentum-changing moment of the game was. I think it's the... The final drive in the second half, the three points. It, it just, I think, it's just points on the ball before you go to the half, which is always good in any sports. Um, and it, it it put hopes on our shoulder going getting the ball back. And it started the Rams started to doubt that a comeback might be possible, because if you go out the half at seventeen nothing, that's free score. Stop us once and the game's over, basically. But going back down to a two-point score, you know, two-score game, and with momentum kind of on our side, even not fully on our side, but on our side from scoring the a really fast touchdown in a two-minute drill, I think that was like, oh, okay, so we can actually score on these guys and we can stop them, so we can win this game. And that's what I thought it was. How about well, you, Gareth? Yeah, Gareth. Yes, difficult to put one one moment on it. I suppose when did I start believing it a bit more was was after the the first touchdown. And I began thinking in the third quarter, there we go, that's the team. And it's happened before, uh, you know. Forget the first half. Look look at what the team does in the second half. So I think it it was probably that that drive at the beginning of the of the third quarter where we just went. What a drive! We what we drive went. That was. Great one by Debo. Great finish by Debo. Yeah. <laughs> um, and chase of Jerry Rice, Super Bowl twenty three, um, just <laughs> hanging the ball out around the uh, post there. So th- that's where I I suddenly thought maybe it was that drive. It's like we were back into gear, and the Rams looked a bit lost at that point. Um, and then then perhaps a three and out. What did what did you think, Paul? No, I, I agree with um, Najee. I do think getting the points on before half time. I want to throw an alternative viewpoint at this point. I have a, a friend who's a Rams fan and uh, 
just before midnight, do you know, when it looked as if when we punted the ball back, which we're going to get to, and we gave the ball back to the Rams, he actually texted me and he said, chill out, you'll get it back as we're going to run this ball three times for no gain because you've got no time left out, timeouts left, sorry, and we're going to see if you can get us back. And that text has haunted him because <laughs> I saved that text. <laughs> and I was like, wow. So sometimes we get in the bubble on this show because we're 49er fans. And like you said, Nadji, I think that drive needed, we needed points on the board because I think if we've gone in at 17 or at half time, it was all documented that McVeigh doesn't lose when his team's winning at half time. And hmm, I just thought we it. needed something. And like you said, Gareth, then I suppose then, like to gain momentum, we get the touchdown in the third quarter and then the rest's a bit of a blur, if I'm honest. But I'm sure we're going <laughs> to unpick it all and celebrate our victory Monday. Do you want to finish off your tangent? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't think this at the time, but watching it back and reading some of the stuff that's been on Twitter, to be fair, I mean, so I haven't picked this out myself, but when when I've seen it, I I thought, you know what, that's probably right. So I think the biggest um, momentum moment or the biggest changing moment of the game was the Rams' second touchdown when Sean McVeigh ran all the way down the te- uh, end zone and celebrated with his players. <laughs> because I can guarantee you, every 49er player saw that. So um, you mean the bit when he ran on and then we then outscored them 27-7 to 7 after that? that that'll be the Because I have got the picture saved, mate. Don't worry. I was saving yeah. that one. So to be honest, that was probably the first time that I cursed when I seen him jumping around and I thought... What are you doing? It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Why are you celebrating? Yeah. And he was so smug. And then he trotted yeah. back down the sideline. And I thought, oh, here we go. I'm going to get the text messages. But yes, I think we all had that one, Lee. I think we all had that one circle. I mean, I, I kind of laughed because he got told off by this old older referee. And it was just like <laughs> little, this little kid getting told off by an old man. It was just kind of funny, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> so moving, moving back to the plot. Uh, Third defensive player, opposite Emmanuel Mosley, young Ambry Thomas. Who wants to start with this? Lee, off go we on go. Then. He's just come on leaps and bounds. We, I've said this week after week now, um, from the start of the season to the end, he's just a completely different player. And, and looking where we got him in the draft, he's looking like a very good pick for, for that value. Um, obviously, we absolutely slurred them at the start of the season because he was he, he was atrocious. He had a <laughs> yeah. really poor game, but to come on so quickly in a team that is uh, apparently lacking in quality at the cornerback position and lacking in leadership at the cornerback position speaks volumes of the, the type of work ethic that Ambry Thomas has. And uh, I, I was wishing that ball into his hands last night. Yeah. Um, last week, he, he should have had an interception, but he didn't. He, he was very, very close. And for him to win that game for us, to, to end that game for us, I thought was absolutely excellent. I loved his coverage all night. He, yeah. he seemed to stick with the receivers uh, as much as you can do. I mean, there was, there was still receivers making um, catches when he was covering them, but that wasn't down to him. There were some really good throws made last night. Obviously, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup was absolute gold. Every every time the ball went to him, he he caught that ball, um, and and some of the catches he was making, he actually had a a, a cornerback draped all around him. He was that close. No pass interference, but he, he, the the coverage was that good to make that catch. It had to be an excellent throw, an excellent catch, and it was just unlucky that uh, 
he, he did give up some yards in that uh, respect. But no, I, I thought he was absolutely excellent. And I can't wait to see him grow as the rest of the season goes on, as we make our way to the Super Bowl and win number six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think... Uh... That that's the word for me. It's grow since the since the Bengals game. He started. He's every game. It looks you can tell he, he's better. And it's not just oh yeah, he's he's had a, a better game here and there and then back down again. It's there's notable, noticeable improvement every game. And and we you know we praised him last week for almost getting that pick six, which you know would have been really nice. Uh, exclamation mark on, on his resume but I, I'm glad he dropped that one so he could get this one this week because this one is so much bigger um, and yeah difficult task I think you, you know on the, on the touchdown to Higby there's, there's not much else you can do I think there's a size disparity here that just it is what it is sometimes you just lose on the matchup and and, and the ball was really well thrown and the catch was really well made. It's Sometimes you just lose on defense and there's not much you can do about it. That sucks to play defense. Um, but yeah, just the growth. Um, if he carries on like this, it's just going to be, in, you know, in a year's time, we're talking all pro corner, shutdown corner, that kind of, you know, Daryl Revis and that, those kind of guys. So, um, yeah, so happy for him. It, Especially after the start of the season, and uh, and see, that's why your rookie can can show you sometimes, Kyle. If you're listening, just play your rookie, please. <laughs> Paul, anything to add on MB Thomas? We said off air, Gareth, when he came down with that touchdown, we were all leaping around. Like Lee said, we got invested in this draft class. We all did the PFF mock simulators, and we looked into it a little bit more, and we all did not want Josh Norman on that pitch last night. And we said, put Thomas in. <laughs> so um, uh, a funny note I'll, I'll chuckle on. Obviously, when he came down with the catch, I was on the phone to Jay. And I'm like, he's down, he's down. He's, both cheeks are on the floor. And Trish's like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Another man behind far. I was like, well, if his foot touches that white line there, it might not be an interception. And she's like, you do realise it's late. You need to keep your voice down. And Jay screaming the other stuff on the other end of the board. And like you said, then it's like, like Lee called it, you know, it's there, game's done, interception, and just brilliant to see him. So it was just, it set the tone, didn't it? Because I was like, you, Lee, there's no way I was going to sleep after that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, absolutely yeah. lit. Absolutely lit. No chance. So moving over to the uh, offensive side of the ball, um, our first player to talk about is uh, young Jimmy G. So, Paul, start me off with uh, uh, Jimmy's performance. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, to be fair, Gareth, I had my number 10 jersey on last night. Uh, the girls bought me one for Christmas. So, first time I'd wore it. Um, and I thought... It. It, well, to be honest, I, I shared the picture on Twitter and I got a bit of hate. And I just wanted to start on this. <laughs> we are 49ers fans. You know, whoever's QB1, if Trey Lance was in there, we'd all get behind him. But the first half... I'm just going to skip right over it. The first half was terrible. And it was the Jimmy G experience, wasn't it? It was the roller coaster. We all get aboard. But for me, I've got to give him the credit at the end there. He's brought us back. Um, he converted 64% of his third downs, uh, which was better than Stafford's. And that two-minute drill when he brought us back. And I think... Like the the pass to Jennings, and then you you rewind. You look at the the forty three yard pass to Debo, and 
you know, considering this guy was supposed to be not fully healthy, Trent Williams wasn't playing. It's well documented it's not going to be his team next year and he's not complained, he's not mourned. I mean, when he threw that interception and it looked like the game was over and I thought, is that, going to, be Jim, is that going to be Jimmy's last throw as a 49er? And like I said, going back to what my mate said, you're getting this ball back. You know, you've got no timeouts left. We're just going to run the ball. Can Jimmy put the team on his back? And I'm sat here thinking, yes, he can. Neil Watson was understandably over the moon with Jimmy's performance last night. And anyone that is following Neil on Twitter will see he's enjoyed that one today. <laughs> Anything else, Nadji or uh, well, like yeah, to add I mean, Jimmy G? I mean, this is... I think if if people want to make an opinion on Jimmy, just show them this game. This is exactly why we hate him so much and also why we want him to stay and, and play the way he plays. Because he can just destroy you uh, just by himself. And he's done it this season. I, I genuinely think he's lost us four games just by himself. Um, and he almost did another time. Thankfully, he managed to... It's almost like there's two Jimmys, and then the good one just managed to find the, you know, the bad one and lock him in a in a cupboard somewhere and come out and play. It, yeah, it was gutsy. It was on the money. It was clutch. Um, it was very good. I will say, most of the big throw he made are to wide open people, um, and that's just down to Kyle and the scheme and everything. Uh, now you still have to hit them and you still have to know the scheme to look wherever you need to go and and you have to make plays and he still made he still missed a few in the second half which would have made his performance even better uh, and I think that's why we know he's not elite but I as I think as you said just the show of character that was last night being down 17 and <laughs> And I called it. He's going to throw a pick on this next drive, didn't I? And it just... You did, did call it, mate. To be fair, he, you did. <laughs> he, he just threw a horrible ball down the middle, overthrew everything and, and threw a pick. Because that's what he does. And that's why we we hate him sometimes. Um, but yeah, no, I, I that final drive, I, I was just... As soon as the Rams called, I was just like, right. I will know on the first play of the next drive whether we can tie this game or not, depending on what kind of Jimmy I see. And as soon as he completed that first pass, I was like, right, yeah, we're going to score a touchdown. Nobody's stopping that guy. Um, And uh, yeah, this is reminiscing of the game he had against the Saints. And he just, you know, he had it in his back pocket, that kind of performance, and he pulled it for a half just when we needed it. Um, Boy, was it good. Um, Yeah, it's it's good to see him. I was just, please just... Just kill that bad Jimmy. Like let him, like bury him. Six. You not believe though, Nadja. It's part of the Jimmy experience. Like I said, like despite all our frustrations, one thing you've got to give him credit for. He always bounces back after. Yeah, a bad no, he play. does. He does. It's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's just sometimes it just... doesn't fly in the NFL though, and it's it's costly. Like the, the reason we were in win win at all cost mode because the Falcons let us down uh, is mostly because of him. So, you know, <laughs> he put us in a, in position and kind of took us out of it as well. So it's just, it, it's, it's so polarizing. There's just no way to to go about it. Whether you're a fan or not, it's just like, yeah. Uh, if only if he could be just more consistent and good, that would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, I know Lee's a massive fan of his stats, and I saw a tweet earlier, Lee, next-gen stats. And if you look at Jimmy's passing chart from Sunday, 
there were throws all over the field and it yeah. wasn't just the the little slants and like I said, I'm in a group chat with 10 lads who were all different NFL teams and there's a Broncos fan and a Chiefs fan and both of them were Jimmy's biggest supporters in the group chat I got on last night. We've like, all, you we know, all this... throwing to George as well, which is kind of insane when you think, uh, yeah, George has five reception, but only for 10 yards, which a couple of them were hospital balls that scared me. Again, the Jimmy experience, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. if, you're ever, if you're ever bored, Nadji, just jump on Twitter create a Twitter space and just go Jimmy or Trey and it just entertains you for hours because even though we've won today Gareth and I was dipping in and out of Twitter it's still the elephant in the room and I might be controversial here but just enjoy it we've won our QB won played well in the second half we've won this game and we move on victory Monday so (laughs) you you think we bad Paul after the game last night the, the game in which the Rams lost but still won the division, yeah. there was UK Rams fans calling for Sean McVeigh's head. <laughs> They've just won the division. <laughs> and you're still in the playoffs, yeah. like you said. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. I mean, to be honest, that throw... I mean, again, that last throw from Stafford, yes, he's got a cannon, and he just launched down the field. You know, Jimmy's thrown that. 49ers Twitter has a meltdown, but like I just... I mean, like you said, why would you be wanting McVeigh to be gone when you've just won the NFC West? But like you said, like it's the NFL, it's the UK fan bases. Yeah. We stay up till stupid o'clock. Alcohol may have played a part in some of those tweets you saw from the Rams. And, you know, Jimmy does own them. 6-0 and now. I'll yeah, throw that one Gareth, before you move on. Absolutely. Uh, anything to add on Jimmy? Um, well, I mean, J- J- Jimmy was Jekyll and Hyde Jimmy in the first half. It was... Jimmy's flaw for for large portions of the first half but then in the second half I I do believe he exceeded that ceiling Mm. ever so slightly and I I thought he was absolutely clutch in the second half like 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 yeah he he had a few throws that I think he probably wants back but he was absolutely fantastic and to step stand there in he was taking hits as well last night. Yeah. To stand there to make some of those throws, knowing he's got an injured hand, knowing fine well that there's a very good chance next year he's either getting traded or cut, and that his replacement is stood on the sidelines. He's going to read social media. Everybody reads social media. He'll be seeing the things people are saying about him before he even stepped on the field last night. Everybody's having a go at him. But he stood there and he led that team. Jimmy was the Jimmy we needed him to be last night, and he was absolutely excellent. I was over the moon. I was over the moon to see him do it. Like like Nancy says, it's very frustrating because we want second half Jimmy. We don't want first half Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. But we know we you can't have one without the other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's varying degrees to which Jimmy you're going to get. Sometimes you get two to three quarters of really bad Jimmy and only one quarter of good Jimmy. But then other games you get three quarters of good Jimmy. Yeah. And it's just so frustrating because you can see the talent is there, the potential is there. You don't need a rocket arm to, to win in the NFL. You don't no, need it. Ki- no, it, with Kyle, no. No, it, I mean, it does help because yeah. it, it expands your playbook, but you don't need it. But it, it is, it's just so frustrating. Um, I'm not even going to get on to cap, cap status and stuff like that for next season uh, let, we, let's we, just we, enjoy in what he did last night yeah, what he did do you not think it was uh, do you not think it was an all time on brand Jimmy G game Lee basically throws the game I, away everyone's calling for his head and then yeah. lead a comeback 
from half time, the playoffs I, I, against yeah. the McFair team that's never lost. <laughs> probably winning at half time. It, it was his best game as an Ainer. Mm. Period. Yeah. I think despite playing for two quarters, basically. Um, so, yeah. what did you think, Gareth? Enjoyed it? Two, two and a bit quarters. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I think I was quite relaxed in the first half because I think it was always like, you know, we know we're better than this and we know we'll turn it on. Because we have been able to do it at least at some point of every game, even if it's only been a drive. We've seen glimpses of this, and and now we've managed to string together two solid uh, quarters and a and an overtime with getting this offense going, combined with this pretty ferocious defense. So it was just great to see them come together. And I think we, for the first time, I think we 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 looked to me more like a a potential championship team than just a playoff team. Maybe we'll save some of that conversation for a bit later. Um, but I think certainly that second half and that overtime gave me, yeah, <laughs> gave me the toots, gave me a lot of confidence. I think going forward that I'd I'd previously lacked, but seeing Thomas and Mosley together has just reassured me that that maybe there isn't going to be that Josh Norman shaped liability hanging over us every game. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's all coming together. Which perhaps moves us nicely on to our second offensive player, uh, Juwan Jennings, who's going to start with this, Nadji. I mean, same. It's the same vein as Ambry Thomas, without you know, except that it's second year rather than his first. Obviously, he didn't really play last year, but since the beginning of this this season, really, he's been kind of quietly getting better and better and better, and it's just, especially when you come this time of the year in January football. You can't just rely on on your top targets. Although obviously they, you know, and we're going to talk about the next one soon. You know, to top guys, but you have to have that that guy that nobody covers. I mean, that touchdown. There's nobody 20 yards away from him. He's wide open. And if you can have a guy that, you know, is quietly getting open, and people, you know, defense are overlooking, but is good enough to make you pay if you, if you just don't cover him. You know, two touchdowns. Um, it is <laughs> good. So yeah, I'm just so happy. He's physical, so he helps us in a run game. I think he's an excellent blocker as well as you know, as well as Debo and and Kill. And I think it's kind of a culture thing. Um, and he had drops issues, you know, especially early on this season, and that's kind of gone. Although that, that catch from Debo was a bit, who oh, is he gonna drop it or not? Um, but yeah, same, same as Ambry Thomas. I see growth. The, the guy is in second year, and he's getting better and better and better. And that's just that's just what you want to see. The and we don't, you know, we don't have to worry about wide receiver for quite some time in the draft or in you know free agency and all, all that stuff because because now we're stacked. Um, if he can just carry on playing like that, that's just that's just great. Lee, I know you wanted to talk about him, so. Yeah, you, you just brought up every single point that I was going to make of him. Um, <laughs> I mean, okay, cool. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's great that we all think in a, a like here, and like you said, he has he's come on leaps and bounds. He's grown because he's getting reps every week, and he just looks as though he's the real deal. And again, this is incredible value for for the draft pick. Where are we gone? Seventh round, wasn't it? Yeah, seventh round, yeah. and um, I mean. I'll go back to the start of the season because the guy that uh, I wanted to see, I don't think he's on the practice squad. We 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 re-signed him to the practice squad a couple of times, but I think he's gone again. Um, Austin Waller, uh, Watkins, yeah, yeah. Austin Wat- Watkins. Um, 
and I'd like to see us bring him in again in the off season if we can, and see if yeah. he can grow the same as J1 Jennings. Because to be yeah. honest, out of the two of them, when when I remember yeah, but, looking at Jennings, I preferred Watkins. Yeah, obviously it was, yeah, two, it was yeah. two years apart. But when I saw Watkins, I thought, oh wow. I can't believe we're getting him. He's gone undrafted. He looked absolutely excellent. So I would like to see us take a punt on him. I know it's going well off topic now. Um, but back to Jennings. Yeah, Jennings has been absolutely excellent. In fact, Jennings has been so good this season, we probably is not going to re-sign Sanu next season because we know we've got a cheaper option there, a cheaper, yeah. younger, better option. Yeah, or Sheffield, although the different type of bodies. And- yeah. And, and skills but yeah yeah no you're, that's what i mean you, it's his contract is another two years of seventh round it, it, we're paying him peanuts and uh, he'll probably deserve an extension if he goes on like this and it's going to be difficult to stay under the cap so yeah yeah it's good paul did you enjoy his performance i know you don't really watch college but he was good at tennessee when he was there and I think he kind of shows the same kind of ability, but no, it's just good seeing scoring touchdown, isn't it? No, definitely. I mean, like you said, he's bought in the culture. He, he, his blocking's yeah. been highlighted over the last few weeks. And I think what was good last night, lads, was the Rams put Ramsey on Debo and went, how were then? Beat us with this lad. And boy, did Jennings beat us. I mean, he had seven targets, six receptions, Lee, two touchdowns, and only one of his catches didn't result in a first down or a touchdown. And like you said, Nadji, when a receiver gets that wide open in the NFL, when Jimmy put that ball in for the touchdown, the 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 one at the end, I was thinking, there's no one on him. I, I, how's he done that? And the trick player, my God, like you said, yeah. he was bobbling it. I think every one of us was doing the whole catch it, catch it, catch it. Off <laughs> yeah. there. And like you said, he was just absolutely brilliant. And like the I majority of... I didn't realise he was almost at 100 yards. Yeah, 94 yards. Wow. Yeah, what a shame. 94 That's good. That's yards. Great. And yeah, like you said, great. it wasn't just winning on the odd five-yard out route and going out of yeah. bounds. He was he was yards after the catch, which we're good at. And he was saying just... that, saying that 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 route when he that that five and out when he catches it and he's got the the corner on his back. A, it's a good throw by Jimmy. Uh, and B, it's it's an amazing catch and then shedding the defender and getting the first down on the third critical third down. That's that's the that's what I'm talking about. It's like the third down was easy. He just had to walk in the end zone, but. Those critical converting third down, if we can rely on him as well as Ayuk and Debo and Kill and Mitchell and, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be unstoppable. It was great to see. Yeah. So, uh, to round us off, Lee, uh, Debo Samuel, take it away. Who? Who's that? That's Who's Karen that, Donald. Who's yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, that? Debo League Samuel. MVP. So he, he, really, he really disappointed me last night, Debo Samuel. I was really hoping he was going to get a receiving touchdown because then he'd have a rushing touchdown, receiving touchdown, and a passing touchdown. Yeah. I mean, we've said it all season, he, he is just different gravy. He, he is a fantastic player. Um, and I can't believe that um, the, the passing touchdown he threw wasn't on one of the players of the week. I, mean, I know, yeah. Who decides Amazing. on this stuff? Yeah. But, I mean that that was fantastic. Um, everything he does just turns to gold all the time. Every now and again, I do get a little bit worried that he's going to end up with an injury. Yeah. However, he is he is bigger than a normal uh, wide receiver. He's, he's quite a stocky wide receiver, which is why he's so good at being running back as well. And obviously, he's set a mark this season that I don't actually think it'll ever be broken. The most touchdowns by a wide receiver. He had the record. 
midway through the season, I think it was. The I, th Russian, I think that, the yeah. Russian touchdown. Sorry, the Russian yeah. touchdown. Yeah. Um, so I, th I think the previous record was five, and he's now got eight. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I, yeah, I, I just don't think that's going to ever be broken. Um, I, I think it was, uh, again, I'm going off a little bit on tangent here. Um, I thought it was interesting that we almost had three receivers with 100 yards last night, yeah. um, which was a, a testament to our passing game. Um, and obviously we, we get that. It's easy to pass when you've got the likes of Elijah Mitchell in the backfield and Debo Samuel coming in the backfield as well yeah. because it keeps the defence on us. They're always wondering whether or not we're going to run or pass, which helps us get the yards with the passing as well. Debo's great. I, th I think Debo is the next jersey I'm going to get, definitely. No, I was, I was going to say that. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to wait for him to get that senior thing on, and uh, I was thinking about it, yeah. Yeah, Before you start, though, the jersey thing, you'll all chuckle at this. So, at one point, Lee, Tracy turned to me and went, why don't more of you lads have is it Debo jerseys? Because all I hear is his, his name. I was like, if you want me to get another jersey, Tracy, that, that's fine. I'll get the order on. So I had to yeah. share that there tidbit with you. I, I'd have snapped the arm off, Paul. I'd have turned around and said, really good suggestion, that, Tracy. I'll, I'll get it ordered tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know, though, going on an old tangent, since we're all happy, and clearly that's what we're doing tonight, um, it's kind of a shame we don't see Jalen Hurd because I, I have a feeling it could have been exactly what Debo is. I had it stayed healthy. And imagine if we had two of those on, on the team. You know, yeah. that really scares me, Nachi. That really scares me, what you've just said. Because literally five minutes ago, I was on my phone just searching for Jalen Hurd to oh, find wait, out whether yeah. or not anybody's picked him up. Yeah. That's that, that just it. so freaky. No, nobody's picked him up. He's a free agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the amount of injury, I doubt yeah. anybody would pick him up. But yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe he'll get another shot next year. Let's fingers crossed, maybe. Yeah, possibly. It's just D-boy. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Gareth, before you move on, it's just like Lee said, his explosive speed. He's not supposed to be as quick as what he does. Every time he gets the ball, something's going to happen. I mean, there was that one, 52 seconds left to go, takes a pass on the sideline, and he turns it from a 20-yard gain to a 43-yarder, and I thought the pass from Jimmy was pretty decent, and the Rams just have no answer for him. Like we Should, should have eaten him on the corner, that would have been a touchdown, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Nancy, come on. Speaking, speaking. <laughs> no, but uh, just like you said there, Lee, I mean, Cooper Cup, great receiver, you can't take anything away from him, but Debo Samuel get, leads the NFL in the... yards per reception. No, he didn't did get the record. He didn't. He I'm didn't. very happy about that. Cause, I'm no. very happy about that. <laughs> I thought he didn't. <laughs> I did. That's why I was leading it in, waiting for, yeah. for Lee to jump in. But like you said, Lee, he's got it all. It, you know, he's not going. Those records might remain untouched unless he breaks them. But uh, yeah, I think there'll be a lot more 19 jerseys, Tracy. If you're listening, don't worry about very that. Love. Yeah. What about you, Gareth? Did you enjoy? It's vintage Debo at this point, and we're kind of it used to it. It's, it's the sort of thing we, we just come to expect this sort of performance from yeah. Debo uh, week in, week out. Um, you know, he's 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 phenomenal catching or running. Um, I mean, that, that running touchdown, I didn't. He's just like, he's, he's about to get tackled, and all of a sudden, he's, he's in the end zone. I, just, I don't understand how he does it. It's, he's deceptively fast, I think. He he kind of yeah. looks like he's scurrying along, but it's it's fast. He's covering the ground. Yeah, he's got a really good turn of pace. Yeah, yeah. He's he's fast on quick areas, isn't he? Yeah. 
so I'm, I'm going to do a, a quick shout out to some people that we uh, we didn't get to with my uh, uh, ruthless cutting it down to only six players. Um, yeah. Probably worth a shout out to Robbie Gold for making perfect kicks and also two punts on the night when uh, yeah. Rishnowski was out. Uh, Juice for his all-time play and excellent as kick holder. That might be my next jersey, you know. Yeah, Juice is good. And uh, I don't think we're, it's, it's unfair to, to not mention... And perhaps talk about Colton McKivitz, who stood in for no one less than Trent Williams and acquitted himself really quite well. Um, he did. There's, he did. there's a few plays there where I think Jimmy's managed to get the ball out quick enough um, that it hasn't shown him up. But yeah. still, him, him and Tom Compton. Um, a, a game I think we can, we can concentrate on the skill players, but, but not forget the trenches where, where that game is sort of ground out. Um, and we wanted it more than they did. So those are those are my final. Any final thoughts on the games, gentlemen, on the, the game? Uh, I, I certainly liked. Uh, I certainly enjoyed going back and watching um, the highlights of the first half when Aaron Donald was walking up and down the sideline, smiling his head off. I wonder how he <laughs> feels about that now. Well, Who? I mean, yeah, the NFC was champion though, so I'm sure they are. I was just going to say, Gareth, um, Lee played the soundbite of the hype train earlier. And I don't know if you saw in the game day thread, Lee Wayne, Corey, tagged me in it. This is your fault, Paul Hope. I believe the hype train. I was thinking, hang on, there's four of us on this show, mate. Don't be blaming <laughs> just me. He knows who's uh, the trendsetter. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, is. well, Nadji's taken my thunder. Recent weeks, lads, I've, all I keep hearing when I'm talking on Twitter is people impressed at you, Nadji, and your positivity, so... I might stick at it. Go us in the, in the playoffs, so maybe I'll just uh, I'll just stick to being positive. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, victory Monday for us sounds good, um, but it is also a Black Monday for coaches around the NFL. Um, yes, it so is. I know as of recording, the Vikings and the Dolphins have dumped their head coaches. Um, certainly, bears. Just, and the Bears, yeah, and the and Bears. The bears. And the Broncos. Yeah, and the Broncos. Really? Wow. It's, and uh, the Vikings. It's all happened. So what's that, four? Four have lost four. their jobs today? Yeah, four's gone today. Yeah. Uh, I think three GMs. GMs. Yeah, three yeah, GMs. Low GMs. One's low retired. Offensive coordinators as well. <laughs> been, uh, so yeah. I, I, just, uh, I was going to pick out really the firing of Brian Flores, which I think was really harsh given what he's done. I, I agree. With the team. And the, the draft picks he's accumulated for them. He didn't blow all the draft picks in one go. He built for the future. Um, and then I think there's a warning there for how long it takes to build the franchise. Yeah. Um, and it, it just it made me think that, you know, potentially if we haven't had the Super Bowl season in 2019, if that season has gone poorly as well, you know, maybe we would have perhaps yeah. fi- looked at firing Shanahan. But it, it's, do, it's how I long... Do. It to build a franchise yeah. Um, yeah. I do think the Flores thing is more of a political thing which we'll know kind of soon but I reckon this Deshaun uh, Watson saga is not over and this is part of it oh really? Mm. I think, yeah I think so straight from the horse's mouth yeah mm. I think he was probably very much against it and that's why he's gone ah. so uh, next item Nanji wants to talk about hat. <laughs> yeah, so I can't remember how Paul got this hat, um, but we we were basically given a, a cap, uh, and we would talked about it. Uh, we're going to do a competition for it for you guys to win it on 
you know, faithful listener of the show. Um, the way it's going to go is we're going to give you a uh, code word each podcast we do until we get knocked out of the playoffs. So there will be at least three uh, because we're going to give you one today, tonight, whenever you listen to this, and then one for the Dallas preview, one for the Dallas review. So that'll be free and then see where that takes us. What you'll have to do then is quote all those uh, keywords in a tweet or Facebook post, something with a hashtag uh, that, you know, hashtags us, the podcast, and the, and the group, promote us a little bit. Um, and then we'll do a draw if we have many people winning, uh, managing to, to do all that. Uh, the code word is not going to be either at the beginning or at the end of the show, so you can all skip and, and, and just play for the heart. We Next week, you know, for the Dallas preview, we're probably going to drop it at some point in the middle. Uh, don't know when. Uh, but yeah, that's how it's going to go. Well, I'll try and resume that on the post on, on the group so you all understand what's going on. Uh, but yeah, so the first keyword uh, for this podcast, which, you know, is the first of three, as I say, could be way more, hopefully, to the Super Bowl. Lee, what's the, what's the code word? So the first code phrase is a bit of a topical one. And it is body bag. Mm. Body bag. So that's the first one. First one. Make a note. Remember it. And then when when we win the Super Bowl, because that's I'm gonna go with positive here. When we win the Super Bowl, we'll we'll have I can't remember how many how many words that will do. Probably like ten or twelve uh, words. Put them all in in a tweet. Put the hashtags and let's see who wins the the heart. And then Paul will send that to you. Uh, as a thank you and uh, uh, well done for playing along. I hope that was clear. It certainly yeah, that was. was. Very clear. It's a nice yeah. And just because nice we won hat. last night, just because we won last night, we'll, we'll go for a bonus keyword tonight. And it is wafty cranker. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm lying. <laughs> Only the one keyword tonight. <laughs> one keyword body bag. Body bag. I'll send you the picture, Najin, you can put it on. So just to clarify, it was a New York. Unless you, unless, yeah. There's a New York Jets fan, um, David O'Rourke. <laughs> he reached out to the 49er Faithful Twitter account and he said, look, I've got this brand new heart, new era. It's come from USA Sports. It's in the packaging. And he said, I'll send it to you. So, like I said, the yeah, retail price on it, Nadji, is £25. I said nice. that David would give him a shout-out and we just wanted to give yeah, something yeah. back. Um, I've also got one of the cards, Lee, that you gave me at the last meet-up. So I'll stick a card in with there as well, you know, with the UK 49er yeah, yeah. symbol and promoting yeah. the group and stuff. So, very yeah, positive nice. vibes. I like it, Najee. Yeah, very good. It's very good. Yeah, thanks for the heart, um, whatever your name is. I, I didn't David. It, but David, <laughs> thank you, David. Sorry. Uh, yeah, um, and then maybe the next podcast, if we can, or the, next, the one after that as another public announcement we uh we're gonna try and get some uh, actual football head on the show some people that actually know what they talk about some journalists from Oops. over there <laughs> yeah mm. you know breaking, the breaking news it's grand con <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, no, he's coming on this show do you want do you want to mention anything about super bowl weekend lee I do, yeah. So on the Super Bowl yeah. weekend, the 49ers are going to be playing in SoFi Stadium. I don't know if anybody was aware again. of that. Yeah, again. again. <laughs> so the Super Bowl meetup is in Newcastle, and we've got quite a few fans coming. We've got fans from other teams coming as well who, who've um, asked if they could uh, show up. I actually got a phone call from my brother today to say, look, there's a few uh, Vikings fans up in Newcastle, and they're all interested in coming to the meetup. Would that be okay? As I've said to some of the guys that are coming up from the 49er Faithful UK, 
yeah, if you want to bring other people who are fans of the team, that, that's fine because this is a Super Bowl meetup rather than an official 49er Faithful UK meetup. Um, so the more the merrier, to be honest. And it's a fantastic uh, night up in Newcastle from what I can remember of the last one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, if you want to come, you need to get me the money before Friday because I need to pop up on Saturday and pay the money. Um, I'm... I'm, I'm I think I'm going to try and find out if I can pay a deposit and pay the rest later to give people more opportunity. That would be smart. That would be smart. Um, and I think we'll be okay with that um, because they enjoyed having us the last time we were there um, and they've actively sought to bring us in this time. So, yeah, it should all be good. Fantastic. Any more public service announcements? 6-0 against the Rams. We forgot to mention it. 6-0 mm-hmm. the last three years. <laughs> McVeigh must just hate oh, playing. God, he must hear them. I mean, Carlson. Yeah. <laughs> and Aaron Donald as well. He must really hit people. And Ramsey. And Ramsey. Yeah. He wasn't happy, was he? No, he wasn't. <laughs> it so, just makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. So thanks to everyone for listening to the show. Uh, playoff means more podcasts. So you get to listen yeah. to us. So swings and roundabouts. Um, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and you can follow our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. We will be back later in the week with a preview show and this preview show will be the San Francisco 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys on Super Wildcard Weekend, which sounds awesome, doesn't it, boys? It It certainly does. does. Yeah. Can't wait. Good time for us as well, 9.30. So until then, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners.